Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So, <laughs> it's come to this. What do you mean? Why, why was the dramatic pause in there? What's it come to? Has it come to this? This this one, <laughs> this one's going to take a little... Is this uh, pushing the uh, our, our goal? I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm outside my comfort zone, uh, but I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. We love movies here. I, and I think we've got a movie to talk about I think this today. is a movie. Are we I think, we're calling this a movie? I, I'm calling this a movie. We're this, talking this about... This is a short film. Yeah, we're least. talking about Girls at the Carnival. Uh, this... So you and I are a couple of guys who love movies. Sure. We enjoy movies. I think why we keep growing closer and closer as we get older and older is that we keep taking the, kind of the similar movie path. Hmm. You know, when we were both in our late teens, early 20s, that's when we were discovering like, yeah, I've seen Truffaut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I seen a Fellini film yeah, in my exactly. day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we were seeing, you know, City Lights and Seven Samurai, and we were we knew we knew movies. We were very scholarly. We discovered we discovered the Criterion Collection sure. and just used that as a cheat sheet, and that was great. That really put me on a really good. I'm so happy I got to do that and right. learn all about those movies. And then at the same time, I think you and I are both hit the point where like what'd you watch this weekend i watched i watched this real piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) i mean i really at one point embraced like a total piece of shit movie and what i think tequila sunrise was ahead of its time in our group sunrise man i think if our group watched tequila sunrise now instead of four (laughs) years ago everyone would be like yes so movie sucks i'm I'm glad you i'm glad you uh i'm glad you (laughs) mentioned tequila sunrise because we've watched movies together for decades now Uh and we have our movie group and we watch films and a lot of them are personally picked and we've all worn some bad ones. We stand by these movies. Yeah, we present we these movies. We back them up. We fight for them. Uh, we argue for people to vote on them. You know, we really back these up. And sometimes you get left with a dog. <laughs> and you got to answer for it. And we've all been there. And it's all great because we all started pushing what we want to see in movies. Instead of seeking out... Uh, the next uh, Antonioni movie well, sure. we haven't seen. We're we're watching. I'm forcing people to watch Jungle Trap. Man, I know <laughs> we are at the point where we are now watching people's home videos. <laughs> yeah, we we're like, so we have ac- We have more access right now to any movie that's ever been made Absolutely. at any time in any format at the click of a finger, and we're just looking for uh, like somebody's home movie. We're watching watch. girls we're at the tre- carnival. We're watching movies the way that somebody like living in Waterworld. Would be like this is the surviving VHS. <laughs> this is, we're basically drinking the can of Coca Cola in the road. Yeah, like ah, I remember the. Days. I remember this. No, yeah, which is I remember yeah. camcorders. We're we're just mining for that nostalgia, and I think I think we hit a gold mine here, though. We've this but, is not a dog, but we've taken so many. You know, we've we've traveled into shot on video. You and I are both big 
shot on video fans. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was a, a, a convert like the first time I saw a shot on video horror. This is a guy. Oh, dude, I saw the Blair Witch in a theater yeah, when man. I was 16, yeah. and I haven't been the same since. Right. I was that kid who was like scared out of my mind. Oh, yeah. I believed it. And I think even knowing it's fake, you believe it, right? <laughs> we both came from that perfect camcorder era. That, oh, yeah. That, you know, that good 15 year window, but especially that specific window where every dad wanted the big, like, news at seven shoulder holster. Oh, yeah. Camcorder. And we both came from that era where we had tapes at our house just of the most mundane events. And I. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have Family, birthdays filmed, Thanksgiving's filmed, kids opening Christmas presents, my little league games, my sister's recitals, you know, oh, all of that. Uh, there's us playing in the gravel driveway. There's yeah. us uh, just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like you had just enough money to get this like four or $500 camcorder. Yeah, man. It either recorded on VHS. The VHS or went straight into the side of our camcorder. Oh, yeah. Like the full tape just locked into place you get in the, the thing. I mean, like, you, it had these really satisfying, like, rubber squishy buttons. Oh, yeah. That really clicked in when you know you hit record. You it was know very you, Hollywood. Like, like we oh, were very, man. like, that's it had a thing. It had like a wrist strap. Did yeah, you just yeah, have yeah, a yeah. hand strap in where you're like holding the oh, side definitely. ledge and you, you gotta have the you hand like strap. lock in? It's like you're holding. You, what would happen to your hand otherwise? It's like you're just holding the. It's like a Nintendo Power Glove, oh, but as a camera. So it had bad. ours had the uh, the cool lens that like folded down. You get the it's viewfinder. Like, it's like you're a Borg. Yeah, and every dad fell for it. In the same <laughs> way, every dad fell for Terminator Two Judgment Day. This was the same era. Dads were getting tricked by marketing everywhere in 1991. Mm-hmm. Well, people were paying like thousands of dollars for a VCR. Yeah, like it's crazy. You the, saw <laughs> the way the way technology was consumed back in the 80s. It was earlier like, today, yeah, yeah. VHS tapes. What are they going for? Yeah, fifty. Bucks? Earlier today, man, I had the VHS for Evil Alter out, and you saw in the back list price 89.99. Suggested retail. Suggested retail for the 1987 release. Ninety dollars. Yeah, man, for a tape. This technology was crazy, and every dad, when my dad got a camera, he filled up six tapes. This would have been 88, 89, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Six tapes of him just kind of filming from the front porch. Just his uh, every dad suddenly became David Attenborough yeah, yeah. in their own little house, you know. Well, the only thing worse is then when the kids got a hold of the camera. Oh yeah, and this is where we're at with Girls at the Carnival. Girls is, at the Carnival is is, is not the, not supposed to be a movie. No, it was never intended. This is the ultimate as a movie. found footage. This is a home video shot somewhere in Ohio in the early nineties. Yeah, and it's what a half hour, twenty minutes, twenty minutes maybe of girls going to the local town carnival, getting drunk. And just being just kids. being teenage girls at a carnival, and uh, it's uh, fascinating. It's this beautiful right? little slice of 1993 Ohio, and all the fashion and all the slang. You hear slang in this movie that you've never heard before. Oh, there's it's one of these movies so that's specific. so quotable and so real, <laughs> and it is it. It's a documentary. You know, you, it is a documentary. It's like I feel like you see a lot of. Not a lot, but you see some documentaries where it's just cold from all the footage yes. that a family took, and then it's like capturing the Freedmen's or right Tarnation, which is, are amazing. Thing, I mean, capturing the Freedmen's is an incredible documentary. But these are like, but those are like years yeah, of footage. These are made in, out of decades of of hindsight assembled footage, and uh, we get this very quick, probably 
four hour snapshot of this life in yeah. 1993 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, man, it it that hit. It takes you it there, hit. man. It was. It takes you right there. No matter where you live, this is. This and it is... reminded me so much of being a kid with the camcorder. Yeah. And just walking around and bullshitting with your friends. I remember taking my camcorder cool. to my buddy Randy's house one oh, weekend. Yeah. We were probably 13, 14, and we did nothing but sabotage bits we got fake <laughs> sure. mustaches and we wore neckties <laughs> and short sleeve like button-up shirts oh, yeah. and we did nothing but sabotage stunts around his neighborhood found like an old couch <laughs> somebody had left off we were doing dive rolls over the couch just filming ourselves being fake sabotage yeah. cops i don't i we hardly ever watched the tapes, but it was just like spending five right. hours making this. Well, it's like with thing. any like with photo albums, you yeah. know, you would have all the photos of the photo album, and you look at it maybe <laughs> once every three <laughs> right. years. You'd be like, "Hey, let's look yeah. at the photo album." Yeah, you remember taking them, and you remember putting them away, and then it like secures it a little bit yeah. more. Oh, I but got yeah, a whole, we would. I got we a whole film baby ourselves tape. doing bits. We filmed ourselves yeah. do- wrestling. You know, we filmed a lot. There's plenty of, of backyard wrestling, wrestling sure, shit. Sure. A lot of tapes of that wrestling in the gym on the right. pulling out the high jump mat from uh, <laughs> yeah. from the uh, the track and field equipment. Oh yeah, but yeah, for me it was all very much. Yeah, I, I just remember the family videos. Yeah, and there's all these videos of the birthdays and you know Christmas for about six years. Oh yeah, had to be videotaped. My dad would set up the tripod and then it Christmas was just morning. sure. And then it and then it's but then it's just a video of you opening your presents and then the cat playing in the yeah no the editing. Garbage. But occasionally yeah. you pick up gold, you pick up arguments, you pick up uh, mm. funny things that kids say. You get great reactions to a kid getting a gift. And, uh, you know, there were years like that, man. I got, when I got a Nintendo, I was like six years old, mm. opening up my Legend of Zelda cartridge. That's, that's, kids have, those moments moment. are beautiful. Yeah. You know, and so you I still, see. You still have those somewhere in the family? I know where their tapes are at yeah, at my yeah. parents' place. Yeah, Unless I, they did one of those weird parents things where they're just like, oh, I threw them out one week. Oh, yeah. Right. I held them for 40 years and just trashed them. Ugh. But uh, I, I know approximately where in the garage the tape boxes are at. Yeah, me too. I I've... took a bunch of them here. I, I, a bunch of my old Little League videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I popped in one at random years and years ago when I was going through other boxes there. And uh, I found a, an at-bat from me. I was probably nine. Mm. It was young, Little League. And I got called out on strikes, and I looked at the umpire, and I threw my bat. <laughs> you little stinker. Like, not threw it down. I, like, threw it like a like a discus towards the dugout. Nice. Like a nine-year-old. I had no memory of that. Sass. I had no memory of me being such a terror. That's and <laughs> just a terrible Little League kid. And uh, if those That's tapes somehow stuff. just got dumped, like, somebody could find it. And that's what happened with girls at the carnival. Somebody yeah. found this tape, which what's the story? It was the college roommate of a friend's tape that got left at a dorm room. And you can go on YouTube and uh, yeah, Derek Erdman originally uploaded this thing in 2009. Yeah. And he's yeah, the- he's got a whole spiel on it. I won't read the whole thing, but essentially, yeah, his girlfriend's college roommate had this tape. Yeah. And... Uh, they mistakenly got it. He watched it a hundred times. He would just put it on at parties, and then he released yeah. it uh, as a as a now, short film. Now he's done, yeah. Now he's done features but on it's, it. And... It's just like four girls walking to a carnival, being at the carnival, 
seeing all the other kids they know, bullshitting with the kids, yeah, running up to kids, going and, to a party, and uh, getting yeah. hammered. And if yeah, yeah, going to some weird weird party. There's a lot of vibes in this movie, there's, man. For there's a, twi- a turn. It's this twenty minute <laughs> slice of this whole evening that could not have been edited together better. If you took a full four hours of this uncut footage, right? These girls were splicing and cutting, and it's all just straight footage. It's them just turning off the camera, and every time there's no art to it. It's them going like, "I'm gonna turn the camera off now," mm-hmm. and then it clicks back on 45 minutes later. It's dark now, and we're, you know it's deeper yeah. sunset. I wonder if this is the full video or if, or if no. This is supposedly this just edited. the straight. No, this is, this how is it was. just a tape. Perfect. And because yeah, it's very. It's just such a. It's like swingers. Essentially, but with like teenage girls, like they go out, they party, they get into some weird shit, then they go to the diner afterwards and have it have some donuts, and it's then they try to find a ride home. It's Midwest suburban Terrence Malick. Sure, it's these all these people that David Gordon Green when he tries to make a movie like George Washington, mm-hmm. you know, make like you're just filming these moments with people. Slacker, yeah, slacker, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's him getting right in the middle of just people in Texas. <laughs> just right in the street, but, you know, these people that don't seem like actors. And this, you know, Gus Van Sant's tried to capture this. And you can't oh, sure. quite make it as authentic. You know, Elephant is good, but it it's missing something. It's too observant. Well, the the thing that you can never capture in a movie that happened with camcorders in real life is how animated people would get for the camera. Yeah. People are on. We love for this. We love the idea of getting if in front of a camera. If you turn around and your friend's got a video camera on you, there's a girl in here that they see her four or five times. She always makes the like sticking the tongue out face. Oh yeah, you know, always like, oh this guy, and yeah, it's like you would be. We love this shit. So I into mean, it because it was such a novelty. Like I'm sure, like my family was always into America's Funniest Videos. Absolutely. I mean, every, every week. week. And every everybody week. knew how every terrible week. the Bob Saget jokes were. Everybody hated it. Oh, we but hated everybody it. watched that show, oh, man. We hated you on that show. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, a, what a legend. And uh, there's shit. Like, I remember us talking about our favorite videos over the years. It was like before YouTube. You had the woman that got her hair stuck in the washer, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. dishwasher. With the dogs sniffing her butt, and the husband's just laughing and filming. It's like this is just some family from Cincinnati, you know, just getting like twenty five grand, right? That was that, and they'd have to sit there in the audience and cheer for their own video. <laughs> yeah, man, That's three us. people be like, "Hair on fire!" And it's like the guy there with an eye patch, <laughs> right? But we Dad watched gets that religiously, ba- baseball man. in the nuts, yeah. Yeah, man, and watching uh, back those videos and seeing me throw a baseball bat, it's like, that's the shit America wanted to see in yeah. 1993, man. Oh, yeah. We loved it. And this is just perfection. I love these four girls. And there's even a, a self-aware meta reference to America's Funniest Home Videos. It's like one of our oh, first yeah. quotes. Jenny, is it oh, Jenny? Man. With the big curly blonde Gosh, hair. It's okay. So the, all, all of, these girls have the exact same dude, name. Every so it's Kelly, Jenny, Nelly. There's Nelly. a Kelly and a Nelly. And Jenny then, and then I then Ari. Was yeah. Someone, was one of them Ari? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was. It, they kept giving her nick, we just like, watched nicknames it the one time. and stuff. And a hundred times, like the filmmaker. All the boys had great '90s names like Brian and Sean, and all the girls they all wanted kept, to oh, do Sean. Oh, they wanted to jump the Sean. Ross sexuality on display in this girl group all right 
I was like, as, as soon as we started watching this movie, the the one girl's like, ooh, look at her butt with her friend. And I'm like, ooh, what if these girls are raunchy and it's going to yeah, be weird? Yeah, what if these girls are like real dirty? And kind of by the end, they were like, who do you want to do? And yeah, man, it was like, wow. These are like iconic. They're, they're this horny. feels like something that Larry Clark would have killed oh, to do, you know? Right. <laughs> like, this Larry is, Clark wishes he could yeah, have Yeah, Larry Clark went for his vulgar take, and a lot of his stuff does come off real, and it does it does come off unsettling because so. of how, and yeah. Harmony Corrine, and you get that too real to be real feeling from those kind of movies. I don't like kids. Yeah, I don't and, like kids. Uh, and this movie doesn't, it somehow miraculously stays within a certain boundary, even though it threatens to veer into sexual assault at like two dozen different moments. <laughs> and it shows these four girls that you really couldn't. This is going to me saying names like Terrence Malick and, you know, all these other great directors are going to sound like I'm blowing so much smoke. But you couldn't cast four better girls saying this kind of dialogue. This kind of thing could come so forced. Yeah. We've seen so much teen movie dialogue, like some of that Diablo Cody Juno dialogue, where you're just making up words and sounding like an idiot. Yeah. And then you just see it effortlessly pulled off by two girls in baggy crew neck sweatshirts (laughs) that just look iconic. Well, yeah. And yeah, the looks of this gang. I love it. You've got like the long, crimped blonde hair Jenny's got the great big curl hair swept to the side, and she keeps pulling it over to the side. she's kind of like, oh, la, la. She's 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 a real space case. Yeah, she's the Lisa Kudrow of the friends. And when she gets drunk, she gets loopy. They get drunk. And then, yeah, you got like uh, Eliza Dushku as Kelly. No, no, no. Or or Nellie. Kelly was the one with the great goth short bob and the the kind of gap in her front teeth. That was Kelly. So maybe that's that's more like... uh, yeah, and Nelly Nelly was the absolute megastar of the group. Nelly was Nelly was the hot friend. Yeah. Nelly was the one in the in the striped shirt with the immaculate hoop earrings yeah, and that yeah, perfect yeah. like curled but short cut bob. Kelly is the nineteen ninety three. Nelly is the nineteen ninety three look. This yeah, the whole movie, the looks of these guys, yeah. the boys to men it's... guys, the Jordan <laughs> guys, oh, the fashion, and just seeing this slice of life. Uh, I watch a lot of, since I'm also a sicko wrestling fan. Yeah. I've all you've also seen me watching handheld wrestling footage. Yes, guys doing camcorders of events that otherwise wouldn't have been taped. I watched one within the year that was WWF doing a fundraiser in the early '90s for a Boy Scout troop in the Northeast. And some dad, some grill dad who thinks he's, you know, Spielberg is taking the camcorder and just recording the whole day. Boy Boy Scouts setting up the chairs, the wrestlers getting dressed backstage, and he's not recording just to get the matches on tape. He's just filming it like it's his harvest festival. Uh Uh-huh. You know, he's like a town parade <laughs> he's just documenting just this event shots of so many thing. dads suddenly thought they were documenting history like they were going to be zapruder i mean it's kind just of what people do the, now uh, with their phones, swimming pool right? yeah, yeah and people like... do it now and uh it's this crazy thing that we were at the the cusp of where it first became widely available where right. our weird dads were like Oh, I'm gonna film you guys swimming for the next two hours, just yeah, just for the hell of it. Just film us, yeah, just film us playing around. Yeah, just film. The- we were right there when that became an accessible thing, and this is so accessible now that some girls. How old are these girls, by the way? Ooh. There's 
So I don't know. To be I want to say like fifteen. When this this is a documentary, and when this happened, you and I would have been like eleven or twelve. These girls yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, a yeah, few yeah. grades ahead of oh, us. Oh, I would have been so intimidated by these girls. Yeah, man. These were these were bad girls. Yeah, yeah. I would not be going to the carnival in nineteen ninety. These were like, without being ever sexually explicit, it was weirdly PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. They were some like sexually forward females. It was like that movie. Thir- have you seen Thirteen? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, they're like smoking. Yeah, and they're, they're all dude. One girl says, drinking. "Don't don't get don't get me this smoking is, on camera. Yeah. I want my parents to see us." These are bad girls. Like if suddenly this had become a slasher movie, it would be like, "Yeah, <laughs> this crew dude, is like the slasher movie girls." This is one of those things that could. Be, this is like sleep. This is a story that massacre. could just be built upon. Yeah. You could take our existing footage of Girls of the Carnival and just branch off from this into so many different stories. It's just got that perfect night out, one night captured in 20 minutes vibe. Yeah. Like like I said, they couldn't have edited this better. There's these great foreshadowing moments they couldn't pr- have predicted. Like At the beginning, our camera woman is filming Jenny walking backwards down a perfect suburban neighborhood sidewalk. Yeah. Like straight out of Haddonfield. You oh, know, yeah. the lawns big up yards. to the sidewalks, big yeah. yards in the front, no cars, big wide streets, no traffic nobody anywhere. around anywhere. Yeah. And she's walking backwards and saying it's going to make America's Funniest Home Videos because she trips so much. And later, she's when she's wasted, she's talking about how much she's tripping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how could they, they film this thing? And within 16 minutes of film, she's already referencing herself from That's four great. hours earlier. Yeah. Captured at the perfect moment. <laughs> And they're already like these girls are so impressively body positive and mm. like woman positive. This is for supportive women, totally into each other's thing as friends. They were not just there like gossip and talk shit. They were having a fun ass night out in their cool ass four girl group. Yeah, this was a positive women's movie, man. They and they are so into each other. It uh, it really reminded me of that just feeling of being high that you get when you're 12 and you get to go to the carnival at night. Yeah, like you know we had this you know the county fair. Yeah, you totally. Would, that was like a rite of passage to go there and to just be by yourself with your friends, <laughs> man, and to know the girl group was you know over there yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. and you'd run into them and it's like man that it brought me back to a lot of uh, that just like. Any movie that... Just humans exploring each other. Like, right, just figuring, figuring out how out. we're doing this, Yeah, man. How, how, do we, how do we do this? Yeah. <laughs> how do we figure out how we do things? How do we interact with each other? I'm a the biggest sucker. I will love any movie. I mean any movie. That has <laughs> it's a, true. That has a nighttime carnival scene. Mm-hmm. Something about the vibes of a carnival at night is so immediately, like you said, relatable. Rite of passage. When I got to go, not to the county fair at night for the first time, but, you know... The local, local fair, the Healdsburg Fair. Sure. When the carnival would come in Healdsburg, there'd be the hastily assembled roller coasters that I never went on. Well, this is more like that. Like, it's, you know, somewhere downtown. This is more downtown. like a street fair kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like they're just, yeah, they're There's set There's a up. lot of food vendors. There are people just hanging out, loitering. There's bands. Right. right. It's one of those kinds. It's like a Wednesday night market right, kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. But they're all so into each other. They all got their outfits. They all got their mom jeans that are like the popular look now because the <laughs> 90s are kind of the hot fashion now. Yeah. Kelly's got them hoop earrings. I love how they're editing it so we're just kind of get introduced to these girls as they're like, 
Oh, so oh, they got a new member up. of the gang. Oh, we I got a fourth. That. We got a fifth. They keep running to these girls. Know people They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. These are meeting up all over this carnival. Running into boys they like. Running into kids from school. Here comes Phil. It's yeah, all yeah. great. They get a great the, shot of Nelly's butt. And the, girl the one dropped. guy who's like, "Hey, I thought you were into that eighth grade kid." Just kids like oh, giving man. each other shit. That kid. That. Is, Brian is a legend. <laughs> when Nelly's we talking you, Brian. to Brian and she drops, and he is, he's getting that. He's the cool boy. Yeah, he's yeah. already taller than the other boys. He's got like, uh, you know, those chubby chipmunk fourteen-year-old cheeks. He, he might be shaving, pulling off the backwards hat really well. Looks like Brendan and Welcome to the Dollhouse. <laughs> and she drops yeah. like, "You're just so damn cute, Brian. I can't help it." It's uh. like, God, this girl is, uh, she's a killer. But you remember that, like in eighth grade, oh, freshman year, when girls would over compliment you to yeah, tease man. you. Uh huh. Total oh, vibe. Such a specific. Girls knew exactly how yeah. to playfully fuck with you in a specific way, and it it brought me back, man. Yeah, that was something I haven't thought about in a long time. And I'll be honest, I love junior high and high school. I am not a guy that had negative high school experiences. I count myself lucky for that, because every high school junior high movie sure. is about how shitty it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm lucky there, but you remember that vibe of being... Not knowing how to approach a certain girl and then her friends, like, are they giggling at me? Like, were they looking over at me? Like, you're at the roller, you know, I went to roller skating parties. We have an ice rink around here. Like, we were all in those, and this this movie is perfectly that. Yeah. And the literal exact same years that that would be my thing. Yeah. I have such fun. We've talked about this before of our, you know, going to movies and, like, just getting the first time I got start going to movies with girls in high school. Mm. That's fun, man. Just getting to do Meet anything. Me. I met a girl right? at like the roller skating rink, and we went to see Jim Carrey's The Mask. I mean, that kind of thing is the best. Yeah, those are the best childhood memories. Seventh grade, yeah, getting to know some girls at the uh, local theater company when I was doing plays, and yeah. Wednesday night market was. Let's go together to the market, and then all of a sudden. You're paired oh, up, walking up and down. Yeah, the you're market. pairing up. You're walking to the different vendors. You're you're pointing at people. That's how it happens. That's what we all get to go through. <sighs> yeah, I got to take girls mm. to Con Air. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's like my favorite shit ever. I got to go go to Scream too, man. I don't think I took a lot of girls to movies. I got to tell you, now that I'm thinking about, I it. I loved going to the movies so much. It was always guy time. It wasn't always <laughs> dates. Sometimes it would be a you know a guy friend. Sometimes it would be a female friend. Yeah. Sometimes it would be a date. I just like going to movies with people. Mm. But but yeah, just being around that, just that, being around your friends. That movies were one of my options, you know. Yeah. That was one of my entertainment options to do with a friend. Yeah. And but yeah, just these girls being so into her, just Jenny filming Nelly's butt and and saying, "Look at that booty, dude." These girls had their own confident swagger, even if it wasn't the necessarily cool thing. They were they were cool. These they were girls cool. had uh, they broke out. Into these girls had some jump, early jump. confidence. Yeah, they were breaking out we, into songs. We get a crisscross. We get a crisscross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump, jump, and then the Kelly cool, crushes some crisscross. Yeah, I think the coolest scene is them at the donut shop. Well, at the we end. get we will oh, end we, with that. That's okay, the okay. Pe- that's the There's culmination. More. That's yeah. the. But they're just so cool. Like, yeah, it's but just, all, as we start getting introduced so to their school friends and people from the neighborhood, that gang of boys in all Chicago sports gear. This uh, movie is not in Chicago. This jackets. was in like Ohio, right? And it's all the Midwest. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. dude, the guys in the big puffy Chicago Bulls starter jacket that oh man, I think there were so many cool big starter jackets and big football cool jackets, jackets yeah. parkas. But all the puffy like neon type jackets that you had in the early A lot 90s of windbreaker too. neon jackets. Yeah. It's that perfect ninety one to ninety three era of fashion. But, A lot of white t shirts. 
But the eight that eight ball jacket though. I can't talk about the eight ball jacket. I can't. We build the eight ball. <laughs> we we got to talk about black white socks gear guy. Okay. <laughs> we got to talk about a guy because this girl dunks on this dude so hard. <laughs> this movie has such a devastating takedown four minutes in. You have those memories of going to the mall and like I was never an outfit guy. Mm-hmm. I, I am I am a somewhat fashionable person. We you and I look good in our clothing, but I've never been a I got my going to the mall outfit. Right, right, right. Like I'm going out to Wednesday night market outfit. Uh but I remember being at the mall and seeing a guy wearing all like his red jeans and red jean jacket and all you know, all these guys wearing their outfits out. And this one guy at the carnival. <laughs> some of the first dudes they meet at the carnival are these Chicago repping boys. Mm-hmm. And one of them is decked out in that Full early '90s rap video, black pinstripe white socks. White gear. socks, head to toe. That yeah, video, yeah. Th- that gear was in every Snoop video, every one. 1993. That was the gear. And this guy's got the matching shorts. Those <laughs> all black with the white stripes, the white socks gear, the Frank Thomas jersey. You know what we're talking about. And he has his teenage mustache. Yes, 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 yes. He's like my boy Brandon Manning at 13 who had that little like, that's a full mustache. That's just not dark peach fuzz. Brandon's got a stash. And uh, yeah, you're like Mexican friend who's got like the full mustache when you're like 13, right? The gentleman seemed to be of Latino descent. Yeah. And Jenny just walks right up to him as he's trying to look so hard and goes, Ooh, look at your outfit. <laughs> and he is just left dumb face. Oh. And then they just walk off. Killed him. Just a murder. We never see him again. We never see this boy again. We don't know how his night turned out or what. He was murdered at the start <laughs> of this carnival. It wasn't even dark yet. It was Poor like 5.30 and this kid just got buried. <laughs> it's like four minutes into this video jenny takes him down that's why you don't wear outfits guys. <laughs> you don't wear outfits to the wednesday night market not head to toe Be yourself kids no these girls are being themselves and their confidence they are just oh. i don't you never really see the camera woman the we get yeah. a weird almost european film camera trick that is obviously completely unintentional but subtly brilliant where the first time the person turns the camera to face themselves, there's been a camera switch that we didn't realize. And so the person behind the camera now is Jenny. Mm. And so we still don't know who the original camera woman was. It's like all these accidental fucking things. Well, and then it's it seems like it's uh, trying to look at her and then it keeps going black. Yeah. And she's like, it's this weird, obscure like, I don't know where view. I've gone. It, 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 it's just weird. Yeah. It like, keeps it so surreally like these, first person. Yeah. Like we never get a, it's this full dreamlike vision of the person controlling all of it, but we can never quite make out who the, they turn the camera and it's too close to their face. So we're just seeing like an eyeball, a nostril. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody else we're seeing these clear picture views of, and it's just this weird experience. And <laughs> we build to this incredible moment we, that you hit on we are the cameraman we are the cameraman this movie yeah. is just us it really it puts you in the shoes right these girls own this carnival the confidence <laughs> on these girls is incredible they walk up to they strangers know everybody they know everybody and if they don't know them they just act like they know them yeah yeah they immediately they think this girl is acting like this camera gives her the right to just walk up to pe- she walks up to a group of strangers goes hey we got some adults here <laughs> huh? well what then, are you doing here adults there's a whole arcade 
Oh, the arcade is, is gorgeous. And then she just starts walking up to kids playing video games and being like, how's it going? How are you doing there? <laughs> oh, that's when we get introduced to Brian. That's our first Brian that first introduction. Brian? Okay. When he's playing that arcade cabinet. They all look the same, I tell no, you. No, Brian's the one that looks like one of the kids from Home Improvement. He's tall. <laughs> he's the one that the girl spends that breathtakingly long amount of time trying to perfectly frame. Like she's an American beauty. Remember when he's right, standing right. across the putt-putt golf? Oh, yeah, yeah, And she's yeah. trying to perfectly capture him? Oh, man. It's incredible. But walking through the arcade at dusk, and you're getting the great looks at Tempest. You yeah. see the Simpsons arcade the Simpsons game, game in, in the, the back. back? Yep, yep. And all those vacant stares of the perfect right profile views of these kids mm. gaming. Packed arcade, too. Love oh. to see it. Oh, yeah. Jam-packed, like, 1993 arcade. That's how you'd need to do it. Those crazy, bustling arcades. Kids that just the best. getting in four-player on that Simpsons game. Nothing has been more <laughs> fun, man. Beating Simpsons game just in a random arcade at, like, the Circus Circus Casino with three strange kids that you've never taught. Oh, it's beautiful. That's how I got chicken box. <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> Greasy game handles, man. Not even joking. Man. Not even joking. <laughs> Jeez. That's growing up, man. That's, that's a slice of life. And uh, we build that big-ass moment. This You couldn't capture, you know, I love that movie Mid-90s. Oh, I never Mid-ni- saw it. Mid-90s yeah, yeah. is an excellent movie. But nothing in Mid-90s can compare to Nellie, the hot girl, complaining about being cold the way mm-hmm. girls do to guys they got a crush on, and the guy giving Nellie his eight-ball jacket. Leather, the orange and jacket. yellow. Eight the eight-ball ball jacket. jacket. The eight-ball jacket. There's only one eight-ball oh, jacket. I, totally. It's the cross totally colors, the like uh, yeah. yellow, red, green, eight-ball in the dead center, leather, puffy jacket. The eight ball jacket. Oh, this kid had the eight ball jacket, and he gives it to Nelly, and she wears it the rest of the movie. Like, she walk. They. It's we incredible. never see that kid again. No. She keeps the jacket. She she secures the eight ball jacket. That guy was cooler than Vanilla Ice. Oh man! In that moment, he like slips it off. Dude. Doesn't even look like he doesn't even look at her, and he like gives it to her. It's the most Epic. chivalrous thing, man. Epic. This guy had that. You could tell why this girl. I like their thing. This guy's got the confidence to just give a girl. He knows he'll see her. Like, yeah, man, he'll get that jacket back. Do you know how much my mom would have killed me if I somehow (laughs) got an eight ball jacket? I don't think that's the first time Nelly's gotten that jacket from that. Nelly can secure a jacket. Nelly is cold walking to the carnival before. Like, she's wearing a cute striped top and she's already cold. She's already like holding her arms. It's like, what are you doing, girl? You know you're gonna just get that jacket. You gotta look cute going to the carnival. Kelly never keeps, gets a jacket. Keeps the jacket. Kelly just gripes and tries to get Nellie to give her a jacket. And as we learn, Nellie never gives her the jacket. <laughs> Kelly's even like, just let me wear it for a minute. And then it cuts back to like them later. And she's like, Nellie never let me wear a jacket. <laughs> Nellie's just bundled up in that eight ball jacket. It's probably so warm. How cool is that? You know those kids are going to go see fucking Jurassic Park together. <laughs> Nellie and Brian are seeing Weekend at Bernie's too. Hell yeah. They're seeing, I don't know, In the Line of Fire. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Like 93 movies men? kids are playing. I don't know coming out that time. <laughs> but, dude, you cannot, Ninja with Jones a straight two? face, write something more iconic than a dude effortlessly given a girl his eight-ball jacket. 
You can't do if and you, she if leaves that was, the carnival with it. If that's in something like Everybody Wants Some or Dazed and Confused, right, right. you'd be like, yeah, right. Giving a girl your eight ball jacket. That feels like making an 80s movie and being like, check my sick Rubik's Cube, dude. <laughs> you'd be like, all right, Cowabunga, man. Like, oh, yeah, this person got told about the 80s by somebody. It's a cliche for a reason. But this man, this guy was, these girls were ahead of it and they knew the guys to ahead of it. Sean, Brian. The boys. The boys. Who do you want to do more, Sean or Brian? Who's a better friend of Jeff? Right? That's who I want to do. They're Yeah, dude. These girls are wheeling, dealing, talking themselves up. Like they're bargaining amongst with these boys. Impressive. These girls are conniving at times, sympathetic (laughs) at other times, supportive at all times. Sure. I love their different slang. One girl says something like, later, chick. To some Mm. girl, she seemed like she half knows. <laughs> well, just uh, something about having a camcorder, honestly, gave you like she had inf- confidence, in immediate confidence. Like, man. it's just it's, it's just, a beautiful. And thing. I remember, I remember like taking vacations and just being like so animated and performative for the camera. I and love that, performing. And suddenly, for it. that gives you more confidence as a person or as a kid, especially. Right. It's very strange. It's a very strange, like empowering thing. It is to have a camera on you. These, and I think that's why people like it. I mean, but it's... Th- this movie keeps... You t- see that throughout this thing. This yeah. thing keeps progressing. It gets darker and darker. The images become a little more drunken and surreal. These girls are it's holding so, up... These girls so are holding dark. up junks, uh, joints right in front of the camera. And, After uh, they go to the carnival, they go to some flop house dude, somewhere. That's we like get a, a total heroin den. We get like a true detective level party. It is cr- it's like cardboard up in the windows, like crack house level. Yeah, like, man. People and these just girls- passing a hat around for beer money. These people in this party are not the same age as these girls. I started getting these girls worried. are like fifteen, sixteen year olds that show up at a den at like a college age uh-huh. or like twenty five year old. It feels house. super male dominant. Yeah, this yeah. is this is filled with weird guys. The entire lack of any decoration or charm in that scene was like, yeah, a bunch of dudes live here. This is one of those houses. People are just stepping old. on cans and garbage in this house, man. They're I've, hanging out in a I've cramped been in kitchen. Like yeah, we've all been in party houses like this, yeah. right? We've all been at hot couch houses. And yeah. this is a hot couch party, man. Oof. This is like people are sitting on just everything. And these girls are just drinking 40s. Yeah, man. At the party. I. I would have been too scared in a situation trip. like this, man. They, I was they stay so pretty sc- close together. I was You'll so scared that. of bad girls. But yeah, like I said, the support with these girls. Yeah. There's no abandoning these girls. These are four people that stay stuck to each other's side the whole night. There's no like, we lost Kelly. I don't know where <laughs> Kelly wandered off to. Right, right. These girls commit to each other. And when they leave that party, wasted. <laughs> they are all hammered. And, and telling everybody. And telling everybody <laughs> about it, man. They're just walking up to people like, hey, what's going on with you guys? Yeah, and yeah, that's when Kelly's singing Crisscross. Yeah. Man, I had that cassette. Yeah. That, I love that. I love that album. And oh. these if girls you ever just... hear Today, if you ever hear someone say, jump, jump, you're going to start singing some Crisscross. Oh, yeah. I love that like, album. It was so natural. And uh, the production on that album is so sick. But <laughs> yeah, just saying just weird stuff like, we're not with it right now. We're so not with it. It's like, what are, who are these kids? So I don't know if you drank as a young teen. No, nah, man. But, I was a pretty square. But I I did a few times, and that is totally something teenagers do as well, is declare 
Oh, yeah. As much as possible how drunk they are. Totally. And how much they're feeling drunk. And that, again, like, that was just, an, like, this movie, I called it a movie. This movie just keeps hitting you with all it's, this, like, very specific memory This is the sense. exact same thing that Boyhood is going for. Mm. This is the exact or same Or, like, thing. Dazed and Confused. Yeah, like, it. It feels yeah, we authentic. keep referencing Link later. This yeah. is Girls of the Carnival is the real life unfiltered vibe that Richard Linklater has been capturing totally. very well for 30 plus years. Yeah. This is that real, so real. There's a reason why, you know, before sunrise makes me cry and mm. before sunset makes me cry and why boyhood makes me cry. You know, yeah. he really knows, boyhood especially, he knew how to tap into that feeling of being a 12-year-old and having, you know, your suit for Nintendo or your N64 and playing it with your friend or seeing your parents fight and right. all of that. This movie is just it. These girls get hammered. And now I remember, though, the first time I, I had beer, I was working as a scorekeeper for the Santa Rosa Parks and Rec. Mm. I would be out at Comstock Field working the men's softball games before I had to drive them back. And I was probably 16, 17. It was a teenage job. And the players offered me a beer after the game, thinking clearly a teenager. Um, all the other scorekeepers were in their 20s or 30s. And so then it's just me being the cool. And it was weird, man. And yeah. you were you're trying to keep it cool in front of these just totally non, non, uh, non-plussed 25-year-old guys just like giving me a beer. We all get those moments. Yeah. And these girls are... They're past those moments. They clearly know how to and where to <laughs> secure booze. This is not the first time. No, read, this is not them. They yeah. they got their joints. They they know where and when to get booze. Like these are bad girls. Yeah, <laughs> these are bad girls. <laughs> I know that's the that's kind of the reality you have to face with watching this movie. It's like these are some uh, just kids. Yeah, man. And yeah, they're not they're not little darlings. <laughs> it's great though. They're, they're so open they're and they're to get so drunk into each and other and have fun. they protect each other and we get this confused drunken stumble to the streets where we're just wondering like is anyone going to get hit by a car and are they just right. going to go home and puke? Like where are they going? Yeah, exactly. And we get one of our most magical cuts where we're suddenly just in a late night diner perfect diner lighting we go through such a long drunken period of this movie where we can't see a lot we're getting brief flashes of faces yeah blurs from street lights it really feels chaotic it's yeah it's an old camcorders and then we're just in this well-lit nighttime diner and these four girls are now incredibly less drunk because they were complaining about how hungry they were. They hadn't yeah, eat, yeah, yeah. We hadn't seen them eat anything all night. They're just pounding 40s, walking <laughs> around, getting dehydrated. Yeah. And these girls are shoving mouthfuls of donuts Bavarian into their face. Donuts. Bavarian cream just, donuts. We, From both ends. Dude, that moment <laughs> where it's 2 a.m. and you're just eating that you know, cheesy bean and rice burrito from Taco Bell. If you're going out to a show yeah. or you go to the jelly donut over on Dutton 24 hours and you're getting, man, I'm pulling off a piece of apple fritter at 2 a.m. after being out for some reason, like, oh, it's heaven. Mm. And this drunken donut eating, we've been there. You, I know you've oh, been yeah. there. Oh, there's photographic evidence. Man, yeah. stopping at... Vo- walking back from Doug Fur right past the vo- uh, voodoo donut. Mm-hmm. Open twenty four hours, wolfing down a maple bar on your way. Like it's too easy. It's the best it. thing. Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. Oh, I I have such a specific memory. Like the second time I got drunk of then going to like 
someone drove us to a Jack in the Box afterwards. Yeah. Right. It's like I'm never going to have a better memory <laughs> than me looking at the menu at Jack in the Box, stoned or drunk or whatever, and it just, just being like, "I can have whatever I want. I'm gonna get everything." Yeah. Like it's these the girls greatest. have that like just they have just it. messy. They are stuffing into, their faces dude, with these donuts. Nelly is just delivering this monologue, wearing the eight ball jacket in diner lighting. Still wearing the jacket. Still wearing it, man. So perfect. I and loved it. She is housing this <laughs> this chocolate eclair, man. In a perfect not like super sloppy. She's taking it row by row, like but she is methodical. Just, she is just talking about life and the boys she likes and the reason she likes one boy why she likes Sean more than the others. And just hearing how dreamy she's talking about Sean. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sean talk. I had a zillion 14-year-old crushes, and they were the most important thing in the world to me at that exact moment. Mm. And these girls are just shoving donuts into their face, curing their drunken, soaking that booze, you know? And suddenly there's like 30 people at this diner, too. Did yeah. you notice that? Was that just me? It's like, like everybody wound up seemed, at this diner after uh, like that after was such carnival. a cool little, like... Cause we yeah we see empty streets for so long after the carnival and like stuff shut down less lights yeah and it's like everyone knows to go to the donut shop yeah at the end and it's like everybody was there I mean you've seen that you've and been it's to so the- cool and yeah. it's like but they were all so drunk and like tired and just wanted donuts <laughs> that suddenly they the the girl with the camera doesn't care about going around and getting. You're goofy just, with everyone. Yeah. They're just so You're in just the moment. silently observing. So in the moment of donut eating that it's just like this whole town is now just like in their periphery and they don't care about they are having the, fun with other people or impressing other people. It's like they have this core moment. They're in their booth. So They're good. just in their booth, oblivious to the rest of this suddenly packed diner. Yeah. Just shoving the wanting no other food more. Man, when you and I went down to the Forster... Double feature. You remember mm-hmm. earlier in the day we went to breakfast and I wanted to stop at that donut shop to get donuts, quote, for later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember pounding that donut when we got back at 1 a.m.? Yeah, from we didn't even Jackie go inside Brown? first. We, we, it was in this fridge on the porch <laughs> at the Airbnb. They had a porch fridge. <laughs> Outdoor fridge. And we kept the donuts in there and we just ate them right there outside. It was like 1 a.m., 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. We just stood in the back patio eating a donut and it was the best. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. magical. And these girls are just in it. They're in that moment. I might have to go get a donut after oh, this. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this movie so yeah. much. We've we've delved cool. into so many homemade projects that range from incredibly amateur and badly conceived and ugly to look at to things that are just so impossibly well put together that all those shot on videos are at somebody making a movie. Mm-hmm. And these girls didn't care at all about making a movie they just wanted to goof off for each other and have something to laugh at it yeah that also kind of made it feel invasive watching it yeah like we're what we literally were watching someone else's whole movies just now yeah like that they did not intend for us to watch but yet at the same time oblivious completely they managed to craft this whole scene to end the movie that feels like cassavetes and ben gazzara and peter falk 
hitting up a donut shop, drunk off their ass, harassing waitresses, making fun of people's outfits, laughing at all their in-jokes, being right. really annoying, and not giving a shit. Yeah. And this girl, these girls have Gazzara confidence they accidentally, at, like, 15. They accidentally made a Cassavetes movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, this is an literally. accidental Ohio 15-year-old girl Cassavetes, and I love it. That's crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> we talked for an hour about it. I forgot to say that when Kelly was drunk, she said she was chucksed. We <laughs> forgot to talk about chucksed. Chucks, chucks, chucks. <laughs> what? That is such the most effortless. Again, we've talked about Diablo Cody and her stupid judo slang. I mean, you get great slang in Clueless or right, right. something like that. And this is... I've never heard a girl say, or anybody say, that they uh, were chucksed. That means she definitely threw up, right? Yeah, she we up chucked. Thankful, I'm she so chucked. glad the movie didn't show any up chucks. <laughs> but just she her, chucked. Kelly in her cool goth haircut, her goth bob, turn into the camera and going, I'm chucks. Oh my God. These girls, are they lived it. They did it. I love it. They had a whole night, man. <laughs> Girls at the Carnival. It is on YouTube. The director put it... The director. The guy who found the tape of the girl that found the tape. Yeah. Put it on YouTube. Yeah, you can uh, You can just put in, like, the girls at the Carnival found footage or something in YouTube, and you'll find it. Yeah. It's the girls at the Carnival part one and part two on YouTube, and then the tape is just called Girls at the Carnival. These are, in no uncertain terms, historical documents. It's awesome. It's not an important event in history. No, but these no. isolated private events in history are the things that those get lost. Those are the things that don't get documented. Yeah. The experiences that get blown away. It's a wonderful movie. I love it. 22 minutes of the best 1993 Ohio carnivals have to offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you were around in that time and have any memory of it, it's a huge nostalgia hit. It's a big hit. But even if you're not... It is this fascinating look at just some people being themselves these for a night. Are, these kids are real. And it's cool. It's a great time to live through. Yeah, yeah. It came to this. It did come to this. Ooh, Ooh, girls of the Carnival, man. I am so hungry for a donut right now. You have <laughs> no, no it's idea. It's going to be the best donut I've had this week. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.